This is Cody Ray Miller, and you're listening to the Dude Fuel Podcast. Well, hey, and welcome to the Dude Fuel Podcast. I try not to make a habit out of recommending books that I haven't read yet, but I'm going to do that today. Uh, I'm going to recommend a book that's been sitting on my reading list. Maybe uh, one of you fine listeners will get around to reading it sooner than I can and can let me know if it's any good. It's called Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. And the reason this uh, came up today, it's on my reading list. It came recommended by uh, someone who was reviewing another book that I had read. And they had actually said, you know, uh, this particular book was okay, but if you're interested in this subject, I recommend you check out Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. And um, and, and they gave just, you know, sort of the, the basic premise, which is, you know, our egos get in the way of achieving greatness. And that so many times we view people who are self-absorbed and narcissistic and um, um, just shameless in their self-promotion. Nothing wrong with self-promotion at all, but, but you know, stooping to, you know, really shameless tactics um, in promoting themselves, trying to build their own kingdom and really build themselves up, you know, feed into their ego. And that... There have been so many people throughout history who have greatly impacted the course of history in many, many lives um, who were not chasing after ego, who were not um, absorbed with themselves and their own ego. And so um, I was thinking about the book um, not too long ago because an incident occurred at work. I'm going to be a little bit vague here uh, on purpose um, because this podcast is public, right? But um, something came up recently at work where um, uh, someone above me, not not really my direct boss, but I guess my boss in a way, as a high school teacher, you know, we have we have administrators and and so we have different uh, different administrators in different positions. So it wasn't my principal, but another one of the administrators um, came to me after looking at something in my grade book and basically said, I don't think this should be the way that it is. Uh, and I'm very thankful to have a great deal of autonomy and support um, uh, in my autonomy as a teacher from administration. Uh, you know, they really do, I feel, you know, tell us, hey, it's your grade book, you know, and as long as you're following the grade handbook um, set forth by the district, then, you know, you you have, it's, it's your grade book. You have a purview, you know, you can do what you want. And um, within within those confines, and so what had come up was basically what could have been categorized as an error on my part. Uh, I would say more truthfully, it was perhaps it was certainly a misunderstanding um, of what was expected according to the grade handbook. But it was also, um, I would say, not my most rational decision. <laughs> that I that I had made with a particular assignment and um, and how it was graded and um, so this administrator brought this to my attention and it was interesting because in the past I know for a fact that my ego would have risen up and would have said you know this is something that I have to fight 
you know, for my honor, I have to stick up for myself and uh, I have to, you know, fight this, whether that's openly or, or maybe passively or in some way, I have to feel slighted. I have to feel like I'm right and they're wrong and it's not my mistake, right? And all this. And, um, and again, truthfully, I really don't think it, it was a, a mistake or an error um, so much as my misunderstanding. And again, probably not my most rational move uh, or decision that I'd ever made. And so it wasn't like we needed to point fingers at anybody. I didn't need to point my finger at admin and go, well, you guys didn't explain this well, you know, what was expected. I could have done that. My ego, you know, flared up just for a microsecond, maybe wanting to do that. Um, but in the same way, I didn't think that it had to be set forth as my error either. But regardless, um, it was at one point, uh, point blank identified as my error, that I had made an error. And it was at this point that I really felt that I had a decision to make. Was I going to feed into my ego and not let this go and feel slighted? And again, whether actively or passively, was I somehow going to, to fight this? Um, but I chose not to do that. Instead, I really felt like, you know, I have no pro Who cares? What does it matter if I do call this my error? A and maybe it is, right? But it was like, what's the big deal? You know, people call that eating crow, right? But, but I, I guess I didn't view it in that way. To me, it wasn't having to eat crow. It wasn't this thing that I had to do reluctantly, but it felt so freeing to actually view this situation and go, it's no big deal. It doesn't actually matter. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, what does it matter if I say, sure, that was my error. That was my mistake. Now on other issues, if somebody came in and said it was an error or a mistake, and if I felt really strongly that it wasn't, I don't think there would have been anything wrong or would be anything wrong with my, um, uh, you know, speaking back against that, you know, basically giving a rebuttal. But in this particular case, it was like, what does it matter? And, it, and the cool thing was, it was not resignation. It wasn't, well, I'm just resigned to, and it wasn't pragmatic. You know, it wasn't pragmatic in the sense of, well, I just want to get this over with. It's no big deal. So, but it was truly a, a rare moment where I felt that I was experiencing an acceptance of the world as it was, the circumstances as they existed. And I wasn't fighting back against the universe, but I was accepting that this is what it is. And in the grand scheme of things, who cares? And my ego is not going to put me in a position where I need to bow up and try to, you know, act tough and act big and defend myself. Um, again, there's a time and a place for that. But this was such a thing that um, I know my ego in the past would have at least wanted to do that, whether I would have given into it or not. Um, and here it just wasn't the case. And so it, it made me think of this book that I've got to get around to reading uh, that's sitting on the reading list. Ego is the enemy. And so many times I think ego is our enemy. This idea of who we are, this construct, and it is a construct, by the way, this 
idea that we have about who we are, that is a construct. Now there's, there's who we are, who we actually are in fact objectively in the objective world, I believe in objective reality. So there's who we are objectively as people, but there's also who we believe we are. And this is not objective. This is constructed subjectively by our own understanding of who we are, what our what our limits are, where our capabilities are, our strengths and our weaknesses, our story, who we are. All of that is a construct and it and it constitutes in large part our ego, our understanding of who we are. So that when we have a wounded ego, it's because somebody has come in and in one way or another they are threatening the story that we have written about ourselves. Right? And so if we believe that we are incredibly moral and incredibly just and someone brings to our attention something that we've done that perhaps is not moral and perhaps is not just, our tendency with our ego is to fight back against that and to justify ourselves and so say, you know, no, I'm right, uh, I didn't do anything wrong here and so forth. And this can express itself, I think, in a million different ways. But that's exactly why um, and again, I, I don't know exactly what Ryan Holiday means by ego is the enemy. I've only read the book synopsis, but it sounds very much like, like what I'm talking about today, that our ego gets in the way of our own greatness and the greatness that we can achieve in the world, not just for ourselves, but in for what it could mean um, for other people as well and for society as a whole. And so ego is the enemy, I think, without having read the book, in the sense that it gets in our way. And so I'd be very excited to read um, this book and, and see if that's what, what it's about at all. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe Ryan Holiday has a different view or maybe goes down a different path and I'm misunderstanding the, the core content of what the book is going to be about. But, but all of that, you know, sort of aside, the message today is... To put your ego aside, this idea, this construct of who you are, put that aside and you will be able to accept the world as it is. You'll be able to accept your circumstances as they are. Last month when I got very, very ill, um, my thought was well, I'm doing all this stuff to take care of my health. So how can I be, you know, this sick? And it was a wound to my ego because in my mind, the construct I had for myself was one who was doing yoga every single morning, who had a routine of collagen peptides and honey water uh, first thing in the morning to rehydrate who uh, was watching what they were eating, uh, taking, uh, you know, an incredible supplement every single day uh, in the afternoon with my lunch. Um, again, very active uh, and, and uh, an overall healthy lifestyle. And so my, my ego is one of thinking, I am really doing uh, everything that I need to do, just about everything I need to do to maintain my health. And, and there for a time, all signs were pointing to that. But November was a rude awakening when, you know, sick for two weeks, then sick for a week with the flu, and of course now recovering um, from some 
surgery, which was planned and and not um, something that necessarily came too unexpectedly, but just being hampered with sort of ill health and maybe say health challenges, it really hit my ego pretty hard, to be honest with you. And I realized that that ego wasn't actually serving me, that this construct that I had of myself as a healthy person made it hurt worse when reality kicked me in the backside and said, hey, guess what? Anybody can get the flu. (laughs) It doesn't matter if you get a flu shot. It doesn't matter how healthy you are. Anybody can contract influenza. Okay, that's the world that we live in. That's reality. Um, At least, I guess, as I understand it. If you have some other uh, sort of uh, take on that, let me know. But, But our ego then can become the enemy. Now, can our ego ever be an ally? I hope this is explored in the book. I don't know if it will be or not. I tend to think that the answer is yes. I believe our ego can sometimes be our ally. Um, If for no other reason, than it gives us a persistent concept of who we are. And it gives us a way to measure our progress um, with, you know, who we believe we were last year compared to who we believe we are this year. So I do think there's potentially some benefit there. But I also think for most individuals, myself, most definitely included. The ego is overinflated and overblown and and really uh, is in the driver's seat when I don't think it should be, at least not most of the time. So consider these things, uh, and I really do mean it. If you've read the book, Ego is the Enemy, um, or if you would like to do that, I would love to hear your opinion and your take on this book and um, see if it's something that um, you think I should read, and then maybe it's something I can uh, bring on the podcast here as well. So let me know. As always, this podcast is dedicated to you and to your success, my friend. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I hope you'll consider subscribing to the Dude Fuel podcast if you've not yet done that. I'm Cody Ray Miller. Thanks again for listening. I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow.